You're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy. Our lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. We do all of this in less than 30 minutes. Let's get started. You're listening to Hello Francis. I'm Chantel, your host. I'm here with, um, we're going to do another fireside. We call these fireside chats internally, but I'm with Hillary and Janae. <laughs> and hey, hey. We're talking about um, our 2020 prediction. Last year, I wrote a blog, a prediction for the new year for us. And uh, so we just thought maybe every year we would do, now moving forward, we could do a podcast about, you know, what the next year, what we think it'll look like. It's so hard to be right. So the two years before that, I was wrong both times. I forget what the one was, but one was like, Twitter is going to die. And then the year after that, I got obsessed with Twitter. And I was like, well, hmm, that's one I remember, too. I have no insight. <laughs> so I well, so Twitter thrives when Facebook and Instagram go down. <laughs> True, and they they went down a couple times this last year. So Twitter got a bunch of new users. Yeah, we were thinking like, oh, is Twitter going to be the the thing, I like Twitter now. I think before I just wasn't using it properly. Just such a weird thing to say from, I think, what we do. Mm. But not all platforms are for me. But, you know, not all platforms are for all people. So we're going to be brave. And I will say, I think my prediction for 2020 is that, and this, I feel this very strongly, podcasts are the most important pieces of content we can create. And I think that's going to carry through through 2020. I agree. Somebody said on social media, and I don't remember who it was, like, oh, everyone has a podcast. Like, I just don't think that's true. Podcasts are difficult to uh, from a vulnerability perspective, but also they're also super rewarding, too. And I think from content development, which Hill is like totally your uh, wheelhouse, but it's so valuable to us as a business having one. Everyone should have one. Yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I don't know necessarily that everyone does have a podcast or if it's more podcasts have now gained momentum. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I I don't know. I just think I don't know that everyone has a podcast. And if everyone does have a podcast, is that a bad thing or do we just get more information? I I see it as a good thing. Yeah. Definitely. I want options. I yeah. Same. I've been searching for graphic design podcasts. I have a hard mm. time searching for podcasts. Mm. I don't know. I wonder how you guys find your podcasts. But I found one that I'm obsessed with. Ooh, what, what is, is it? it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, we listen to podcasts a <laughs> It's the Deeply Graphic Design Podcast, Ooh. and it's just three graphic designers that have conversations about their businesses and everything, and I'm obsessed. That's a good one. We'll have to listen to that one. I think I'm going to listen to yeah. that. That's good. Because we were talking about this yesterday. Also, they're in three different cities, so that I find that interesting. Mm. Seattle, Chicago, and L.A. I like that. Mm. So that's, that's kind of fun. Because we were talking about this the other day, too, is I think it's cool to dive into kind of what everyone likes and mm-hmm. listens to, not just your what you personally Because I think into. it's very different. Because it's what's well, interesting. Like, I don't know much about design, but it might be really cool and informative for me to listen to something like that from a designer perspective or graphic mm. designer perspective. Like, that's really cool. To I like those. that. Yeah. Ooh, good one. Then. <laughs> <laughs> My, the podcasts I listen to are so funny. They're like a mix between just hard education that I need to absorb and then just like... <laughs> Just what? Just like right. yeah. total, like, I'm just curious or, you know, sometimes it's... Or it's like a celebrity and you're just like, I want to hear it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, 
I am not a. Sh- I love the Goop podcast. I'm obsessed with it. I am too. I don't care. I don't care how much Gwyneth Paltrow's crap is. I don't care. I love it. The content's so good. It's really good. <laughs> it is so good. And it's very, it usually opens my eyes to something new. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I started listening to Revisionist History. My friend, my good buddy, uh, Jason Walls, told me about Revisionist History. And then, like, the day before he said that, I had listened to Malcolm Gladwell's episode on the Goop podcast. And that just, I mean, we know the more we hear it, the more we trust it. And, like, listening to it and then having a really close friend say, oh, my gosh, you got to check this out. And then I was like, "Yeah, I had to. Yeah. And now I'm just, I just love it. He's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Just blows my mind. I, and so to me, to your point, Hill, if every single business in our town had a podcast, it still wouldn't be enough because there's so many different types of people. Right. There's no one podcast that's going to be for everyone. Mm-mm. And if you create a podcast hoping to appeal to the masses, I think you're kind of hurting yourself in the beginning. And I feel like it's innate in human beings. We we like our options, people. Yes. <laughs> like, people like options. I do. I love options. <laughs> well, and maybe that leads to another prediction because somebody had asked, like, what's the next social media platform? Like, what do we think is coming next? Mm. And I think we're going to see more social like apps and platforms that are specific to different types of people. So um, my husband's on the untapped app because he's like obsessed with beer. Okay. And it's kind of like Facebook for craft beer drinkers. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and I think that's why Facebook has communities, obviously, right. so people can converge different with like-minded ways. individuals. Mm-hmm. So I think the future of that is really, we're going to see more of those very specific communities forming their own social platforms. Yeah, no, I'd agree I with that. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would actually really enjoy that. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to get in it. Yeah. I'm like, so I have my own untapped profile now, yeah. but um, he's really angry about it because <laughs> he wants me to be open to all beer but I only like sour beers. So I've created a profile. It's Sour Shag. Yeah, right. (laughs) It's uh, Sour Shag, and I'm only um, providing reviews for sours. So he tags me in all these other, like, IPAs or whatever, and he's trying to, like, I don't care about that. I'm never going to read it. Mostly because I have, like, a mac and cheese palette, and you don't want my review anyway. It's useless. Yeah. Because he's got a very developed palate. He's like, do you taste the orange in this and the chocolate notes? And I'm like, no, friend, I don't. It tastes like beer. (laughs) just tastes like beer. Yeah, I would agree with that, too. My palate is definitely not. It's not good. It's not. (laughs) But I, I love it. I'm very curious about the platform and yeah. I love that they can connect with each other mm-hmm. and you know they can see you can see like your other friends that they tried that same beer and what they thought about it mm-hmm. and then you That's can really like cool. relate and so maybe there's going to be more of that I think we'd have to think about what types of social platforms we want to see too I liked Periscope do you guys remember Periscope no oh. no I do like the names ringing about it was kind of creepy but I really liked it so you could like there was like a I'm trying to relate it to something but and I think what happened was they ended up taking it down because it was dangerous but periscope is like the whole idea that you were like you got a glimpse into someone someone where they were right then so you know i the few times that i used it i was traveling or whatever and then i would go live on periscope and then my whole audience can see like what i was doing so i think once i was like down and in the garden district of new orleans and um i was just kind of like you know periscoping all these beautiful front doors or whatever and people could like you know come into that 
But again, you know, society used it for the wrong thing, I think. Yeah, right. Interesting. I don't know. It's, it's just weird. gone. It, yeah. yeah. It just slow, it just disappeared into the night. It just disappeared. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was super interesting. Yeah. I guess, I mean, you can do Facebook Live. You could do Facebook Live now. Yeah. So it must have functioned a little differently than that. Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah. I'm just sad that it's gone. <laughs> like it when I don't have things. <laughs> I'm like, I just want access and I want options. Yes. Like, I think most people are like that. So moving on from predictions to resolutions. We um, we have a really great client, uh, Grand Fitness, and we've been working on a campaign for them that's, you know, new decade. That's really like Hill's brainchild and it's just so great. And it, it's because 2020 is like, it's a new decade. It's not a new, it's a new year, but it's a new decade, right? Mm-hmm. And so our resolution's bigger do we have them? Are they different? Do you think most people are even aware that this is we're about to turn to a new decade? I saw this funny meme where it said 20 years ago is 2000 and also 1980. <laughs> That's so relevant to That me. is so relevant. <laughs> so, so relevant. That's it's awesome. like so weird. I love it. It's like also 1980. That's hysterical. <laughs> It's so sad, though, because, you know, there's a difference for me being in my 20s and being in my 40s. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> But that is very relatable. Yeah. It is. Well, and it also speaks to how fast we feel like the last 20 years have... So fast. Mm. It's so crazy. Oh, Time has really flown by. Mm-hmm. Are, are you guys going to be setting resolutions for the new decade or the new year? I don't know. So I've never been a New Year's resolution person. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a lot of pressure to mm-hmm. put on as soon as you, you know, like it's a new year. You have to have New Year's resolutions. Like you see it everywhere. It pops up everywhere. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I more so just set goals throughout the year. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like, yes, you have your big goals, but the small goals throughout the year make it feel like they're more easily attainable. Yes. I like that. And not overwhelming. Yes. Mm -hmm. I like like mini goals to reach your big goal. And then you feel like there's progress. Yeah. Because if you just set a resolution, like, how do you measure your progress? Yeah. There, um, I just Googled resolution. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we live in that age and we can do that now. Yeah. And the definition is a firm decision to do or not to do something. And I think when we think of resolutions, we really think of like, I'm going to be better. I'm going to do this. I'm going to change this. I'm going to whatever. But what about resolutions to like just stop giving yourself so much shit? I was literally like, as soon as I just heard the word not, like not to yeah. do, I was like, oh man, we this just, this just turned. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, bring out the notepad. Let's just start. <laughs> I like that. Stop I like being that too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, last week we talked about the naysayers. Yeah, stop, stop giving them so much validate, you know, yeah, right. so much platform. Like, I don't know, but I, I maybe resoluting to be, like, I'm just not going to do that to myself anymore. I like that. That's a new, that's a new way of thinking about it. That I don't yeah. think a lot of people take it that way at all well i'm for me i'm going into a big year i'm about to have a big birthday next Mm -hmm. year and uh body image is something that i think all women kind of struggle with and i'm just not gonna say some stuff to myself anymore good yeah you know yes I think of that, you know, is, and that's just probably something I need to think about. I told my husband the other day, I was like, my 40s are going to be amazing. I mean, that's yes. just the promise that, you know, we um, went to the um, the county's, uh, the Tourism Development Council Summit, mm-hmm. and uh, the speaker was this really awesome guy. Oh. Um, he, oh gosh. Alex. Dang it. Well, I can tell you that he started the nonprofit because I said so, or because, because I, I said, said I, would. I would. Yes. And that was incredible. And it's the promises that the, the power of promises that we make to other people, but also make to ourselves. Yes. 
And I am just really firm in this next year. Like, I'm going to promise myself that I am not going to be my worst critic. That's a good... Yeah, I like that one. I'm not doing it. All right. I'm liking that. Okay. My first resolution I've ever done. Don't be my first. (laughs) Don't be my own in-horse critic. Yeah. And then just, I love, like, you can um, go to the website and he has these little cards, these little white cards that say, because Mm -hmm. I said I would, and you can write your promise on Mm -hmm. that card. And um, I love the example he gave. There was a a lady who used it, like, she just wrote um, something that said, I will, when she was driving, I will not text or Facebook while I'm driving. Mm -hmm. And she would put the card on top of her phone. Mm -hmm. And it was a promise that she made to herself that she was going to put the value of other people's lives over this immediate need to respond to something that could wait. It was really powerful. It was really powerful. And having that card and that, you know, you're looking at it and you're just like, okay, like, nope. It's also the I power, said I would not do that. Power of writing it down. Mm. Yeah. Answer, yes. <laughs> writing it down is so important. Yeah. Then just keeping it in your head, you know? Mm-hmm. It's the, well, the card to me is the accountability. Yes. When you're doing it for yourself, it's hard to be accountable for it, you know? Because yeah. you're not relying on anyone else to help you be accountable. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, at least I have, I've, I've it written down to your point, you know, written down, it's in my face. You know what? This was my promise to myself. Because I can say I make a promise to myself, but then... Yeah. Tomorrow's a new day, and then I, you know. Mm-hmm. When you write it down, you give it life. Yes. And it's very difficult to ignore something that you've birthed. <laughs> Children. <laughs> you know, like words, businesses. You can't yes. just ignore that stuff. Yeah. Right. You have to be accountable for it. Like, mm-hmm. that's so true. I, I think when I write things down, I, like, write it on my brain. I, like, yeah. impress it on my brain. I learned the other day for the first time, and maybe other people know this, which is just like so crazy, but do you know when you're born, you're born with like a smooth brain, and every wrinkle in your brain is something you've learned. Oh my God, I hope mine's really wrinkly. Sorry, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Wrinkly brain. (laughs) How ironic that we're wishing for wrinkles. I know. (laughs) The older we get. I flip and love that. So resolutions, there's a new decade, new predictions for the decade. I just, that feels a little impostery for me. I'm not ready to make that type of prediction, but I'm ready for it. I think it's going to be interesting. I think the new decade is going to be interesting. I will say what's nice about the new decade is it, it feels like a true fresh start. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just because it's so large, like the word decade, you know, yes. meaning it's so large because a new year, it feels kind of fresh, mm-hmm. but then it just rolls over and then kind of feels the same. Mm-hmm. A new decade to me feels like a really chapter one, like a Like, yeah, a now book. it's the 2020s. Yeah. So crazy. I know. I, I saw a meme the other day. I don't think it was a meme. It was just a quote, but it, it really was depressing because it was like, <laughs> this is the last time you'll have like teens while you're like alive. Like there's no more teen. And I was like, why are people trying to take me down? <laughs> like, so, I was like, but next year is going to be a really great year because like every holiday is on a Friday or Saturday. Oh, gosh, Taco yeah. Tuesdays on Mar- Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> and Tomorrow's the, or the holidays next year. <laughs> next year is going to be on point, friends. Yes. <laughs> Which I'm excited. I think everybody's like We're jazzed so about that because what for the last like six years our holidays have been jacked up in the middle. Always, it's also a leap year. Yes, that's why everything is is mm-hmm. lining up. That's right, it's <laughs> lining up real nice. We're just skipping right out. I love that. Let's yeah. just expedite the enjoyment. <laughs> Technology will be very interesting for the next decade, just kind of seeing where that's going to go. Mm-hmm. And our agency, too, and, like, what oh, we're doing yeah. here and, you know, what fresh faces that we meet. And I don't know. It feels good. It feels it good. I am optimistic. 
How are you guys feeling about the new decade? I love to be optimistic. Optimistic. Well, we hope everyone that's listening is also optimistic and that, you know, you're looking ahead at the new decade. Share with us, like, what your thoughts are. What predictions do you have for next year? I know next year is um, also a big voting year. We Every year is a big voting year, friends, by the way. You should be voting. Like, vote. It's true. It's not just when the presidential election Honestly, no matter where your politics fall, vote in your local communities. Like, make a difference. If you have an opinion all year long, vote. I don't know. The last two podcasts I've talked about voting. I don't know what's up with me. <laughs> it's fine. Honestly, they're very, it's a very strong example, honestly. Yeah, so. like, vote. Come on. <laughs> Be a person who takes action. And we're just looking ahead to the new decade. We hope that podcasting, that our podcast reaches more people um, within the new, the new year, especially, that we make more connections and we're able to bring fresh ideas and fresh perspectives uh, to this platform. We so appreciate you hanging with us in the last um, three months as our podcast has been brought to life. And we're so grateful for your involvement in this journey, in this process. I wanted to share something with you as we close up here, my Facebook memory from 2012. Love it. Is a quote because, you know, brilliant people have said great things way farther than anything I could say. And I love this quote. It's from a Lemony Snicket uh, novel, The Lump of Coal. And um, it's a miracle if you can find true friends and it's a miracle if you have enough food to eat and it's a miracle if you can get to spend your days and evenings doing whatever it is that you like to do. And the holiday season, like all their seasons, is a good time to not only tell the stories of miracles, but to think about the miracles in your own life and be grateful for them. Mm-hmm. Which is so yes. awesome. So I awesome. I love it. I love it. So, like, comment, share. We love y'all so much. We hope you're looking forward to the new year as we are and that you're celebrating the holidays with those that you love. We'll see you next time. 